friends, welcome back to another episode of Hime's Honey. And I just want to say, it is day 8,661 of being a girl. And I just want to say, Dylan Mulvaney is a biological man and he does not speak for me. But before we get into that, Proverbs 16.24 says, Pleasant words are like honeycomb, sweet to the soul and health to the bones. I pray that this episode of Hime's Honey will lovingly convict our hearts so that we do not conform to the patterns of the world. I also pray that this episode will remind us that the world is full of evil, but Christ has overcome the world, as he says in his word. Now, let's get back to day 8661 of being a girl. I'm pretty sure you have seen it. It is old news by now, but the biological man TikTok star Dylan Mulvaney um, was on a podcast with Ulta Beauty where he was talking about girlhood. Not womanhood, but girlhood. And that in itself is very problematic, which I will get into, but I just want to begin with, there are a couple issues with this. So the issues with having a man like Dylan Mulvaney, who is a biological male, but he presents himself as a female, um, the issues with having a man like Dylan Mulvaney representing women or girls and an episode about quote-unquote girlhood is that, number one, he is not a real woman. What does he know about girlhood when he was only a girl for less than a year and a woman for less than that? You know what I mean? And why is he speaking at these women's summits? Why is he why is he representing women in all of these I'm sorry, why is he representing girls in all of these spaces? You know, and another thing is that Dylan Mulvaney makes a mockery of women every single day by doing what he does, even though it is not intentional, he is making a mockery of women every single day. He is culturally appropriating girls and putting on girl face, if you want to call it girl face, let's begin calling it girl face, might I say he's even fetishizing being a girl. And I say girl because he explicitly said it himself that he does not want to be called a woman. Just think about that. Why wouldn't he want to be called a woman? And if you think about girlhood, if you think about being a girl, right? Uh, Me personally, when I think of a girl, I think of a woman, a biological female from the age of one to like 11, 12 even, 13 is kind of pushing it. I think when I think of a girl, I think of a little female from the age of one to to like 13. Because, you know, 14, 15, 16, you're kind of coming into, you know, maturity at that point and you're learning about womanhood. So why does he call it girlhood? We're crossing a really, really thin line. We are, we are approaching a very, a very thin line, a very dangerous line, might I say. What is the intention? What... I have one que- I have one, many questions actually. But one of my big questions towards Dylan Mulvaney is why girlhood? And like why? Just say like why girlhood? What do you think of when you say a girl? When you say you are being a girl, what does that mean? What does like what does a what going back to Matt Walsh, what is a woman? But in this case, what is a girl to him, right? Because a girl to me is like a female, a biological female from the age of 1 to 11. And why does he explicitly not want to be called a woman? Why does he not call this womanhood? And that's really terrifying to me. And it should be terrifying to you too. It should be terrifying to society. 
like legit because what is the goal with that what is the goal with that careful wording you know what i mean anyway moving on let's talk about one more issue with this is that mulvaney mansplaining mansplaining you want to talk about mansplaining mulvaney mansplaining for quote-unquote girls is absolutely damaging for biological women and especially girls especially girls if he wants to go there i thought the whole point of the feminist movement was to get female voices represented not repressed so why is he mansplaining for girls and telling us you know not telling us not he's not like preaching i don't honestly i don't really watch a lot of his tiktoks um i've seen you know the the a sprinkle here and there and it's not pretty it's not pretty stuff but why what is the whole point of documenting it i was talking with a friend actually and we kind of came to the conclusion that perhaps he is doing this you know as number one perhaps for clout number two um as a way comedically basically we were like what if he's doing this you know satirically and I want to believe it's satirical, but when he's talking to the president, when he's talking to, when he's speaking at women's summits, when he's on a podcast about girlhood, what is the, is that, is that satirical at that point? Is that satirical at that point? Or it's kind of like, what can I compare it to? A man, I don't know. It's, I'm like at a loss for words. Like if you, if this really was satirical, if Dylan Mulvaney, being a transgender female, was satirical, and if all of his his if all of his antics were in fact for, you know, for comedic purposes, why is he speaking with the president? Why is he being endorsed by Tampax? Why is he, um? you know, going on these podcasts, why is he speaking at women's summits when he's only been a transgender female, allegedly, for 200 days? It's, and if you do look into his history, he is an actor. So, does he want the fame? You know, you know, only the Lord can judge his heart. And I can sit here and be as, um, you know, concerned and even angry as i want but the lord knows his heart and i don't so you know speaking of women being repressed there is other instances of these biological men damaging women if you've heard of brian wen and you know last name spelled n-g-u-y-e-n brian wen in Derry, new hampshire there was a biological man named brian wen in Derry, new hampshire who at the age of 19, he won a local beauty pageant in Derry, New Hampshire. He was crowned Miss Greater Derry 2023. Winning this beauty pageant means that you get a scholarship, you get recognition. And the scholarship was one of the prizes awarded to the winning female. The female, right? And their website says, that the scholarship, quote, recognizes their achievements in scholastic aptitude, talent, character, community service, and poise, end quote. But why include a biological man? Because there is a biological female that was robbed of this opportunity designed for females only. 
Y'all want to talk about patriarchy? This is it right here. This is a new generation of colonialism. These biological men infiltrating women's sports, women's events, women's competitions, it's absolutely dangerous and it's sickening. I was reading, I was reading, there was like a, this, this thread of tweets on on Twitter, right? About this, you know, I was reading about this tweet about the Deary, New Hampshire, Brian Wen situation. And it was a thread of Japanese Twitter users. And they said, they said some really crazy stuff. And you know what? I don't even disagree with them. Let me read some stuff that they said. One user said, one Japanese user said, obviously the ugliest and the most unsightly was chosen. Talking about Brian Wen. The hosts, the backstage, the performers, everyone has a bad personality. And I don't disagree with that. I don't disagree with that. Another user from Japan said, if you come this far, I can only think of it as a message that informs you of a farce. By the way, these are all Google translated. <laughs> just They're all like hiragana, katakana. Um, and I just like Google translated it on Twitter. So, But this is what, you know, this is the gist of what they're saying. So this this user is saying that this whole situation is a farce if you really believe that somebody like Brian Wen would win this kind of competition. Another user from Japan said, America is really crazy, completely. It has become a disgusting country. Oh, there's also some kanji in here. It has become a disgusting country. It is a monster country where ugly monsters roam, and that was pretty harsh. But I do agree that America is really crazy, and it has become a disgusting country, but hear me out. I love America. I still, still, you know, rep America with pride. But I don't like seeing it go to SHIT like this. There are indeed ugly people everywhere. But there is a lot of ugly people infiltrating our government, our schools, our homes even, our libraries, our education system. A lot of people, a lot of ugly people are infiltrating it. And one more user said, America, especially liberal, is a country of such hypocrisy in one word. The purpose of this is to appeal diversity and non-discrimination, but at the root of it is a cruel sense of discrimination. Wow, that's powerful. And then he said, Asians in particular are touted as if they weren't good looking. And if you don't understand, Brian Wen is an Asian man. Um, as an Asian, as a half Asian, 50%, I can only 50% resonate with this i get 0.5 points as an asian i can say that yes asians in particular are touted as if they weren't good looking especially in this case because if you're really going to choose somebody like brian wen in this kind of situation it's definitely not because of you know the things that i represented scholastic aptitude talent character community service poise i saw a lot of women on that stage with way more poise. With way more character. I mean, but if looking at this person, they've got a lot of character. But <laughs> and I don't say this to be like mean. I just say this because I miss logic. I miss common sense. It pains me to see women like myself being robbed of opportunities that we fought for, that we, you know, that we fought for and that we like 
this, you know, this Miss Greater Dairy and all of this beauty pageants, it was made for women. Because this is this was woman's chance to, you know, get scholarships. This was a woman's chance to get recognition, to build her resume, to make connections, get marketing, you know, you know, get connections. And this was their chance. And why are men now infiltrating it? These biological men are damaging women, even more than just socially. More than just socially, because back in October, there was a trans football player who hurt. Is a very weak word, but a trans football, not football, sorry, volleyball, my bad. A transgender volleyball player harmed a biological female in, in, a, in a game. So at a North Carolina high school, a biological male student spiked a volleyball so hard during a tournament that it gave a female athlete severe injuries to her neck and head. The biological female student reportedly has long-term concussion symptoms and vision impairment. And one eyewitness said that the ball was going at an estimate of 70 miles per hour. This ball that was spiked by a biological male was going at an estimate of 70 miles per hour. And there is a study to show that, yes, biological men and biological females do play differently in volleyball. It was just, It's a study at, um, you know, Sage Pub. In 2015, there was a study that analyzed the difference in men's and women's volleyball games. And the study said that, quote, the findings support the notion that volleyball players or volleyball played at a high level follows different follows different pathways for men and women. So let me read that again. The findings support the notion that volleyball played at a high level follows different pathways for men and women. Differences in the differences in the serve are governed mostly by the difference in net weight, net net height. Guys, I'm sorry. It's 11:03 p.m are governed mostly by the difference in net height, while all the subsequent phases of the rally are governed by the men's increased capabilities at the execution of the attack. So there is, end quote, so there is a biological advantage that men do have. And I'll put the link to this study in the description so that you can read it. But it goes to show that, and if you think about, you know, um, the, the trans biological male swimmer right who is at 500 500th place 50th 500th place in the biological men's um i don't really do sports so i don't know the terminology but then the moment he the moment he went into women's sports he got first place there is a difference so what now though what now how do we approach this biblically since you know this is a channel where we gotta be biblical and because you genuinely, like, my heart genuinely hurts and I don't want it to stay like this. So how do we approach this biblically? What is the mindset that we are to have towards all of this? Romans twelve two says, And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect and the perfect will of God. So in all of, in the midst of all this, you know, what we ought to do is, keep our minds from conforming to the world and just just protect it protect it and there was a really beautiful quote in titus which titus 3 verse 3 to 7 it says 
For we ourselves also were somewhat were sometimes foolish, disobedient, deceived, serving diverse lusts and pleasures, living in malice and envy, hateful and hating one another. But after that, the kindness and love of God our Savior towards man appeared, not by works of righteousness which we have done, but according to his mercy he saved us, by the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Ghost, which he shed on us abundantly through Jesus Christ our Savior, that being justified by his grace, we should be made heirs according to the hope of eternal life. So right here in this verse, it says, After that, the kindness and the love of God our Savior towards man appeared, not by works of righteousness, but according to his mercy. So this is very humbling because we can get caught up in this mindset of, oh, he's a sinner, you're a sinner, ah, you need Jesus, we all need Jesus, I need Jesus. You know, I may be sitting here angry (laughs) at the unrighteousness in the world, but I still need Jesus, you still need Jesus. These people still need Jesus, and they need the Lord. Um, and we all struggle with our own, you know, sins. But at the end of the day, it's like, we all need the Lord. And we should all have this mindset. Um, not by works of righteousness, which we have done, but according to his mercy that he saved us. And having the kindness and the love of God that he has towards men. Um, so I leave you with that verse. Titus 3 verses 3 to 7. A very great verse to meditate on. And to just remember during these times. So that's my take on this. Um, let us continue to pray for the world. And for these men and women who are. Who need the Lord just as much as we do honestly. But Yes. Do not be conformed to the pattern of the world. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that we can know the Lord's good and acceptable and perfect will so that we are able to, you know, make a difference in somebody's life today. Um, Yeah, I leave you with that verse. See you in the next episode. (laughs) Bye-bye.